Yeah, at least we got rest. Yeah, there's no lockouts. Get fired. <laughs> or the company shuts down. It's one, it's one of two things. Either the company that you work for stops being a company, uh, you get fired, or sorry, you, you're released yeah. or one day, um, or... <laughs> Or you have a heart attack at 42. There's three ways out of professional <laughs> wrestling, and I think that's uh, I, I I can't think of any more. Yeah, and I mean, this generation, they're all wrestling into their 40s now, so they're not dropping dead as fast. Yeah, and I feel like also, and I, I, I have no way to approve, I have no way to, like, prove this or whatever, um, but either there's many, far less steroids, or the steroids are just, like, because it's been 30 years, they're more <laughs> refined and they're cleaner and they're a little safer. I, I think feel, probably both. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little I bit think of I, both. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, there's definitely guys that do stuff, but there's probably some that are pretty clean. Like steroids like 30 that. years ago was probably, yeah, they, who knows Who knows what the hell is going on in there? Now they have some of the top, they have top scientists looking at steroids. Yeah. Doctors monitoring levels and doing things and... Uh, it's and the 20, recreational it's 2022, drugs. It's 2022, people. It's 2022. You don't think They're that we... They're partying less, less pills. Oh, yeah. And probably less... And probably... Well, less cocaine. I think you just... Yeah. You can think you're just... A lot more video <laughs> games now. They play video games. Yeah, and they're vlogging. You yeah. you can't you can't be on cocaine when you're doing Sammy <laughs> Guevara's vlog. No, everyone would know. What's up? I'm Ethan Page. And, Although... And today... <laughs> <laughs> I'll mention it later. I thought Tony Khan, Tony Khan looked a little maybe coked out when his <laughs> brief appearance, but maybe that was just me. Ah, that might have been. He's just always you. a little hyper. Maybe <laughs> just Tony Khan, but it wouldn't surprise me. No, he's a bad. <laughs> no, he, he, Tony Khan's not on cocaine. He's just a bad talker. Um, but I'm sure he's. He'll get better. What are you going to no, say? No, what no. say? He's I, never partied in his life. Of course, everyone. No, I said I'm sure party. he's got access to cocaine anytime he wants. I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not speaking. Okay. Tony Khan is always one phone call away from getting cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and maybe yeah. we'll see it this week. <clears throat> maybe we'll see it this week on the Shoot Brothers <laughs> Wrestling Podcast, episode 179? Uh, 76? Ooh. Oh, God, I had it right. 179, I was right. <clears throat> I was right. My name is Cameron Osborne. His name is Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Bam. Bam. What a big week. Uh, what a big week in the professional wrestling world because we had Revolution. Revolution 2022 was this week. WrestleMania. It's on the. WrestleMania. I, I had people. I had people. I, I don't. I don't talk to texting me about the road to WrestleMania. People saying. Really? Huh, people saying, is this for real? Oh, they asking about Stone Cold. They're asking. Like they're that? asking about all sorts of people, all sorts of things. And uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Like uh, it's I, I. have Johnny the, Knoxville. I, ha I, I have the. Uh, I, I have the Vince McMahon episode downloaded onto my, uh, you know, onto my phone. It's uh, it, it's there. It, I'm going. I'm you know. It'll, it'll be listened to. But I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I saw kind of the highlights. I didn't watch the full full show, but I'll probably sit down and watch it because. Oh, yeah, I'll, <clears> no, rare. I'll listen. I'll listen. Yeah. I'll need to see. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'll listen. Yeah, I don't need to actually watch it. But, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, Vince doesn't do many sit down interviews where you have the power to ask him whenever you want. If, if any. Yeah, very few. Uh, 
So let's. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to everything. We got lots. As we said, Revolution AEW never fails to put on a hot show. Although, if anything, last year's Revolution was the one, the one little blip in my heart. But uh, this year definitely <coughs> didn't have any. No troubles. No failed pyros. No barbed wire shit gone wrong. Had lots of weapons, lots of violence, and it all delivered. I think we'll get to that. Let's. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. But let's. Uh, let's kick off our week the way that we always do, uh, which by crowning a brand new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> so this week on uh, Twitter, we are awarding now uh, two-time tweet of the week champion uh, 2K Games. 2K, <laughs> 2K. So the developer of uh, of the new WWE game. Um, yeah. Uh, they make and the, NBA 2K. They make NBA, all these sorts of things, and NHL 2K, NHL 2K10 with Alexander Ovechkin on the cover. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's for real. Um, but 2K, uh, I guess the game's coming out, so they had to tweet, or you know, they've just been tweeting updates. You know, here I get the get the game here, pre-order it from here, uh, and then um, in, in a series of tweets, uh, now playable in WWE. 2K22. Uh, Alexander Wolf, Arya Devari, Billy Kay, Braun Strowman, Brian Kendrick, Cesaro, Danny Birch, Ember Moon, Fandango, uh, Grand Metalik. And then there was like a, resp- a follow up tweet that said Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Jeff Hardy, John Morrison, Johnny Gargano, Kalisto, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Kyle O'Reilly, Lana, Lana, Lynn Storato, Mia Yim, Murphy Nijax, Oni Lorcan, Peyton Royce, Samojo, Slapjack, Tegan Knox, Tony Storm, Tucker, Tyler Breeze, and William Regal. <laughs> Tweeting out their still playable characters. Uh, I saw this and just immediately thought to myself, the amount of uh, man hours, the amount of grueling uh, time, you know, like uh, cut, you know, like uh, end cuts. What's the word I'm looking for? Time, you know, sh- you, shit needs to be done on time. This game needs Deadline. to come out. Deadlines. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but you were too busy getting all the little, like, tiny curls in Nia Jax's hair. <laughs> and then uh, one day you wake <clears throat> up. She's been fired. Uh, 2K Games, though, now two twi- two-time Tweet of the Week champion. Yeah, I mean, you get more wrestlers with your game, so that's good, right? Yeah, <laughs> you you yeah, you kind of get you get everyone, and then presumably yeah. still the current people. I wonder. I guess the license. The I don't know. You've already licensed for that edition of the game, whether you're with the company or not. They can still use you in the game. I don't know. Well, yeah, Something I bet. Like yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what the rights are there because I, I I get the they owe your name, but then it's a whole likeness thing. Because part of them is probably happy. They're like, well, Brian Danielson's an AEW, but he's still in our video game. Daniel Bryan or something. That's a, that's a good point. Daniel <laughs> Bryan. <clears throat> they bring. Do you think they would like bring back, you know, they, they put out like these download packs. You know, you get Sergeant Slaughter and 99 Kane or something. You know, you get, you yeah. get all these bets or whatever. <laughs> Do you think they'll have like a CM Punk download? Like they have like the kind of, like long hair punk. And then WWE champion uh, Punk. Probably not. Because I feel like he'd have to sign off on that. Yeah, I wonder what the rule is there. You can certainly download them. People always upload online creations. You can download any star you want. Any star you want. 
baby. Uh, congratulations, 2K Games, and let's get into the show. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, let's get into the biggest show, the or the rather, sorry, the first show of the uh, of the AEW season, right? Their their calendar year. Yeah, first pay per view of the year. Yeah. Um, their calendar, you know, their big four major event. <laughs> so let's start chat. Let's start talking about some Revolution 2022. Review. Well, I think there's a couple little things we should mention before that. Please do. That happened in the lead up to Revolution, our go home week, if you will. Uh, we won't mention everything, but of course, there was a big announcement that was promised. So the show started off, Dynamite, Tony Khan comes out, uh, he just gets right to it. He thanks all the fans for being here, and uh, he announces he signed a deal and become the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. So that's pretty cool. Uh, And with that, he gets the whole tape library, all that. So footage of CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, all these amazing matches. Yeah, Uh, why did, yeah, it was weird that he felt the need to say that. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, up to this point, Ring of Honor owned uh, the footage for All In, the first pay-per-view. So now they can have that in their library. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Damn, that was a so, good. That was a good pay-per-view. That's a big yeah. win. That's a big win. Some type of, I'm sure, and an, an, some sort of inevitable AEW network. Yeah, some type sort of, of thing, and some kind of. I, I feel, yeah, some kind of online capacity. Probably not for Canadians, though. I've heard rumors of HBO Max maybe cutting a deal with them. Oh, really? But see, that is also different uh, between here and the states. Like there, there are HBO Max shows that aren't licensed here in Canada, yeah, so I they're really out in the states. I know. I want to watch the other two, season two. Come on! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we don't really know what's gonna happen. Uh, apparently, Tony Khan wants to book Ring of Honor as well, so he's already got a lot on his plate. We'll see what. I don't know. Maybe that'll be like, maybe they should get rid of one of Dark or Elevation and kind of put Ring of Honor there. I don't know. Ring of Honor becomes the YouTube <laughs> show. Well, hey, I'm sure that you know that would. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what the plans. Yeah, are. Yeah, I'm sure but, that would like uh, do it better. Or something. I I don't know. Yeah. We don't. Either way, that we, was. We don't watch Ring of Honor, right? This is the way that it could maybe be brought into our sphere. Yeah, I mean, so many of the guys on the roster cut their teeth there, so they even had a nice little. Battle of the Daniels after Christopher Daniels, Brian Danielson is a ode to the first ever Ring of Honor main event. So that was fun. An ode. Yeah. And then uh, we had a second tag team battle royal. But this one was like a Royal Rumble, the casino battle royal. 30 men in this battle royal. But uh, I guess the big news was, what was it? The return of Darius Martin? Or did he? Yeah, uh, Darius Martin, Dante Martin of Top Flight. Uh, he was yeah. out, I think it was ACL tear or something. Yeah, he was gone for like a year. So he looked good, but at the end, uh, the Young Bucks got the win. So they go to Revolution. Young Bucks are going to Revolution then, in that tag match. Yeah. And then the other big thing was CM Punk coming out for the promo. And uh, yeah, just one last promo, but then MJF comes out and. Uh, what was it? Yeah, he punched him in the head with a diamond ring, and that's what busted him open. And. It was a gusher, this blade job that CM Punk did. Yeah, it was It was the diamond ring that did it, Mike. Yeah. It was the diamond ring. He just he was wearing the t-shirt with the him and Punk on it and just smeared <laughs> blood all over yeah, it. Yeah, awshop.com. 
You can buy yeah, your can very buy own with, with, with. No, seriously, it's that shirt, but with like. No, I saw. Yeah, you saw it. <laughs> the smeared stain, or not a real smeared stain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was all the big hits from uh, Dynamite, and then on Revolution or Rampage, Sammy defended his TNT title in a three-way there. So. Uh, oh yeah, and then we got. Was Rampage? Is that when they debuted Eric Redbeard? I think that's what happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, the Pento, Skira, and uh, Pac came out and they're like, here's our monster. And they bring out Eric Redbeard. So he'll be fighting on the card. And, uh, and then we finally, we got our final spot for the ladder match when Christian Cage beat Ethan Page. So no mystery opponent. We just didn't know who it was going to be. <laughs> it was just, it was <laughs> just a question mark. It was never meant to be a question mark. Yeah. That was just us. But yeah. Uh, Leading but let's just rev. jump. Leading up to Revolution. So let's rev the engine. Vroom, and jump right to the vroom, baby. <laughs> Through Saturday into Sunday. <laughs> uh, they kind of hop back and forth. They do Saturdays and Sunday mm-hmm. pay-per-views. But we got a buy-in. Did you watch this buy-in? I, uh, I caught up uh, on the third match. Three matches on a, on a pre-show. Yeah, it was a big buy-in. The third match was pretty much the only one that... <laughs> You needed to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, I felt bad. There wasn't even like anybody in the crowd. That would, that would have like been, yeah, or seven p.m. Right? Yeah, I feel like they opened the doors late or something because it was it was quiet. Felt bad, but Layla the Hirsch. Or, or maybe Chris they just Statlander. opened the doors and then went ding ding ding. Maybe so, so people arrived to wrestling. <laughs> like there was literally nothing, like a hundred people. But anyways, Layla Hirsch wins that match. Hook comes out after, so a bit more people are there. Everyone loves Hook. He gets an easy win on QT Marshall, remains undefeated. Uh, and then the good match, the big match, we got the House of Black. Three of them with one of the coolest entrances in AEW. They all had the, the skulls with the deer antlers and shit. Yeah, like the Young Bucks skull. Dead skull. <laughs> Dead buck. Well, yeah. I'm working on it. Dead buck. Something like that. <laughs> Look cool. And yeah, they take on Penta, Pack, Eric Redbeard, who uh, I heard them call Eric Rowan probably a dozen times. Even Excalibur was get was getting slipping on that. Yeah, one. it's too close. It's <laughs> super close. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, match itself was just a lot of fun. Just uh, you know, they didn't treat it like a buy-in. They went on. They gave it their all here. And if it was up to me, I probably would have switched this with another match. But doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Good stuff here. Buddy Matthews looking good in his debut. Uh, Pack and Penta. What's the the manager Alex or? Um. Jose, no, Jose, that, yeah. no, or is wait. that? <laughs> is it Alex Mar? Wait, who's which one's Alex? No, it's not Alex Marvez. Yeah, no, but one of them. Fuck, no, I'm thinking of who's. I'm thinking of Andrade's guy who slaps everyone with an iPad. I think that's oh, yeah. Jose. Al, is it Alex Abrahantes? I think. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's that one. Anyways, <laughs> he's got some new gimmick now. He's like this dark priest. I don't know. He's doing his thing. Uh, Eric Redbeard, though, looking pretty good in this match. Hitting some some cool new moves. He does like this power slam that turns it into a cutter midair. So looking very smooth here. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of crazy moves. Eventually, Redbeard comes in, goes on a roll, tries to do a double choke slam, but midair, Malachi Black hits him with the black mist right in the eyes. Uh, and then Brody King comes in, picks him up, Hits this crazy sit-out pile driver and gets the pin. House of Black get the win. House of Black stays strong. 
Actually, yeah, yeah this, this, was, uh... this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. They were the perfect, uh, like, combination for each other. Yeah, yeah, you had the big guys hitting some cool moves, lots of little flippy shit with the pack and Penta and those guys, and yeah, two cool groups. Uh, still and it don't was understand the... long, too. This yeah, was half of minutes. that whole, uh, I felt like this was half of that whole buy-in. Yeah. Like I said, this could have fit in on the main card easily beside mm-hmm. any other match. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they all did good. And great, uh, I thought Redbeard looked very good in his debut. His in-ring, <laughs> in-ring debut for AEW? <laughs> yeah, just looked like he could do, just look a bit smoother, a bit quicker than his WWE days. But it's been Oh, a while, yeah? So who knows? Who knows? Maybe they just didn't let him have his chance back then. Yeah, maybe, but, the, maybe the AEW <laughs> camera puts on... Uh, two seconds <laughs> uh but let's get to this main card here brought to you by DraftKings, who are all over the show all over the ring behind <laughs> sitting behind jr and then uh yeah, the, the commentary the, team out back there the barricade the railings everything i didn't know like you were allowed to sponsor. draft on wrestling that feels like that's super i mean uh, i mean yeah you can gamble on it that's got to be there's got to be some crazy regulations like like because you... i was gonna say like who's to say that I, I, I don't know. I mean, Tony Khan sees a good odd and says, hey, I'm going to bet the house on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's start off with Chris Jericho taking on Eddie Kingston. Everyone's singing Judas, and then Eddie comes storming out. He's not fooling around here. Uh, and the crowd's just real hot as he instantly hits Jericho with a big suplex, drops him on his head. Uh, so crowd... Mostly on Eddie Kingston's side here. So Jericho starts giving them the finger, playing into it. Uh, Kingston gets a thumb to the eye. And I don't know, either he was selling it really good or he got him because it looked like it was swelling up a bit. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, Jericho just starts throwing everything at Eddie. Hits a lion salt, kicks out of that. Locks in the walls of Jericho. Eddie gets out of that. Uh, and then he gets mad. He gives Aubrey a little shove. So she shoves her back. Everyone pops for that. And then, uh, yeah, Eddie hits some more big suplexes, the Urican back fist, but Chris kicks out of that. And then he pulls out a code breaker, but Eddie kicks out of that, so he's kicking out of everything. So Jericho's got one last move, the big one, goes for the Judas effect, but Eddie ducks that, hits another Urican back fist, and then he locks Jericho in the stretch plum. And as he's wrenching Jericho's arm back, he's got nowhere to go, no choice but to tap out. So Eddie Kingston with the biggest win of his career. The, uh, possibly the biggest win of his career. Possibly. And I, I, I didn't expect him to ta- I didn't expect him to be a submission victory. No, the the the, the submission itself I thought could have looked a little bit stronger. Didn't look like he was reaching hard I, enough. I, I also didn't realize that they but they virtually have the same finisher. Yeah, I, for a second, yeah, I was for face. a second I said to myself like, oh, like Eddie Kingston's going for the for the Judas effect, and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh wait, no, Chris Jericho's going for the the spinning back fist. Wait, it's <laughs> the same yeah. move, yeah. very 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 similar. But uh, congratulations to Eddie Kingston. Uh, but after the match, you know, Eddie Kingston went up for that handshake that, that Chris Jericho had promised him, and Chris Jericho said, <laughs> you can read his lips. He's like, I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, he refused. So not a man of his word and just more heat being added to the heel fire. And if if Eddie Kingston is nothing else, he is a man of his word. 
and you know that that's not respectful. That's not how you respect a band like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna hear a great promo on Dynamite this week about respect uh, and the like. Yeah, but he got the win. Can't take that away. Absolutely not. So up next, we got a triple threat tag title match. Jurassic Express defending against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Uh, only two guys are supposed to be in the ring at the time, but this is AEW, so every match is a tornado tag. <laughs> every, every match, <laughs> every tag is a tornado tag. Pretty much, but uh, that doesn't stop it from no, being some, No I DQ. Mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just nonstop, constant action, guys coming in and out. Hitting their spots, flips, high flying, double team maneuvers all over the place. Uh, Red Dragon and the Young Bucks were working together for a lot of the time, but they realize both teams want to win it for themselves, so they start breaking up each other's pins, and eventually they come to blows. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly grabs a tag title belt, nails Jungle Boy in the head with it, makes the pin, but Jungle Boy kicks out. So uh, this is when the Bucks grab him, hit the BTE trigger, but then Kyle O'Reilly breaks that up. Luchasaurus comes back in to help out his partner, and that's when they just go on a roll. Eventually hit the Jurassic Express on Matt, and that gives them the three. Retain the titles. Yeah, I, I love the uh, can the Bucks and Red Dragon work together angle. Yeah. You know, having, <laughs> I guess, you know, having a... Uh only two teams in the ring at a time kind of creates that little bit of a thing it was uh of course it's all of course all the action's gonna break down but what else would you expect yeah but yeah a lot of fun fun match and we'll get some more tag match later but uh let's go on to this face of the revolution ladder match with the giant ring hanging above the ring the giant uh, ring the brass <laughs> not a wrestling ring. ring a golden ring yeah brass ring that looks golden uh but what that ring gets you is a tnt title shot so let's bring out keith lee powerhouse hobbs wardlow ricky starks orange cassidy and christian cage uh so we got the big and the small kind of half and half there by the end of things uh but yeah orange cassidy starts off doing his his usual stick he's kicking uh doing the doing the, the stiff kicks, but then he had one of my favorite spots of the whole match where uh, he picks the ladder up on his shoulders and he's spinning around, knocking guys over, and then Wardlow and Hobbs come in. They each grab a side of the ladder, and then they lift it up, but Cassidy hangs on, and he skins the cat, pulls himself up and over on top of the ladder, and almost reaches the ring just like that. He grabbed but, uh, it. He grabbed it. I mean, he had a hand he had on a it. He hand almost had on it. it. Yeah, that was but, that was so that was so much fun. That was such that the crowd and I mean yeah, myself they, they blew up. That, that was been... a fun moment for everyone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, unfortunately he slips, crouches like, himself. That spot later on in the match, you know, because that was super early. You know, maybe a little too yeah, early. Yeah, it was like, for right, it. yeah, a little too early. A but... little too early, like that spot later on in the match. That would have been huge. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Either way, very memorable moment. Uh, lots of other fun ladder stuff. You had Powerhouse Hobbs walk up a ladder, hit a big superplex. Uh, Ricky Starks does a cool spot where he dives through the ladder, through the middle of it, hitting a nice diving spear. Uh, yeah, at one point, Keith Lee picks up Cassidy and throws him over the ropes to the floor. And I think you guys were supposed to catch him, but he just went flying, landed hard on the floor. And uh, Wardlow 
a lot of our picks to win. I think he was he was probably the crowd favorite, just super over everything he was doing. Mr. Mayhem here. Everyone was loving it. Uh, but there was one questionable moment where he kind of cleared the ring out. He was all alone. The crowd's going wild. But then he decides to jump out and go to the floor. I don't know if you noticed that. That was kind of... I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Was yeah. there was, it wasn't there, br- I mean, was there a ladder in the ring? <laughs> there was, and he kind of like, yeah, he huh. could have gone, but didn't matter. They wanted to get a couple more spots in, so uh, they go up the ramp. Wardlow and Hobbs grab a ladder and they tear it in half like a wishbone and just start smacking guys with that. Uh, then Hobbs and Lee fight over to the announce table and Wardlow runs in, knocks them off the stage through a table, so they're out of the match now. And, Back in the ring, Ricky Starks tries to climb a ladder when Dan Housen runs in and curses him and runs off. Classic Dan Housen. Classic Dan Housen. Well, that's the thing. I need to know who is this guy. I know who he is, but I want to see more. I want to see a promo or a match or something. You should, we should, sur- you should search, uh, you know, YouTube. Like, on a match well, I on know, YouTube. but I shouldn't have to. I want them to tell me. I want to know what he is. Uh, <laughs> but anyways... Uh, the curse works because Starks, he's at the top of the ladder uh, and there's another one set up horizontally across from it. So Wardlow jumps up underneath Starks, picks him up, power bombs him down onto a ladder. And that's an ugly landing for a guy that just came back from a broken neck. But uh, with he, that, Wardlow Ricky Star- was all Ricky alone. Starks had a broken freaking neck? I think so. Shit. Maybe like a, maybe a fractured vertebrae or something. Okay, else. maybe I don't remember that. He's been the FTW <laughs> champion for he's he has he's had the belt for so long. I've uh, yeah, it like years. But I don't think. Uh, but with that, Starks is out. Wardlow's all alone. He unhooks the ring and gets the big win. So he's earned himself a TNT title shot at Dynamite in San Antonio, Texas. Whenever that is, but they've got a date set. Oh, they already yeah they oh shit I must I must have missed that yeah this I didn't uh, hear when they just said dynamite in Texas yeah huge spots here uh, for everyone I think the crowd was uh, the crowd was stoked for everybody right now the um, the the Wardlow face turn uh, you know this is this could be step one yeah I mean certainly we'll see some more later in the night but uh, yeah I think he was the crowd favorite to win I mean everyone loves Orange Cassidy as well. If he, uh, you know, if that had been the ending, that cool flip-up spot, none of us would have complained. Yeah, but, but. that's the thing. He <laughs> he can he can win another multi-man match and also be fine. Yeah, yeah he's, he's always going to be. He's so over. He is so yeah. over. Yeah, and I mean, it'll add an interesting wrinkle with the whole MJF contract thing. And will he try to take the title from Wardlow if he wins or anything like that? Yeah. Questions yeah. to be answered. Uh but in between matches, Tony Schiavone comes out to make an announcement. We've got a new contract signing. And uh, I don't know if you caught it, but he was had a clipboard in his hand. And it spoiled the announcement. He was waving it all around, and I could see the word swerve written in big letters. Uh, <laughs> and that's who it is. We get Shane Swerve Strickland, formerly Isaiah Swerve Scott, coming out. Uh, just looking sharp like he does. Got a nice suit on. Crowd's chanting swerve. He cuts a quick promo, says whose house. They say Swerve's house. So he's already got his catchphrase. There you go. Was this a thing before where he says whose house, Swerve's house? I don't remember. Because the entire crowd knew exactly what he was talking about. He just said, I have one more thing to say. Whose house? 
and then <laughs> yeah. like thirty or however many thousand, but you like just in unison <laughs> all went Swerve's house. Like yeah. I, I would have picked it up for the second. I, I think I would have picked it up definitely for the second one. Probably after Swerve's, I would have been like, oh, this is a house. I get yeah. it now. Well, I think briefly when he was cutting his promo there was a chant of whose house swerves house whose house okay yeah because it was on. yeah that was it was huge and then he comes back again yeah. whose house and then 30,000 people just scream swerves house yeah either way he looked like a big deal which is nice and we already know he can wrestle so it'll be cool to see who he links up with looking forward to it Let's go to this TBS title match. Jade Cargill defending against Ty Conti. And Jade looking real cool. Dressed as Jade from Mortal Kombat. So, perfect. Perfect cosplay. Huh. Okay, I didn't get uh, that at all. <laughs> and uh, also had a live guitar player. Some guy named Kingfish Ingram. I guess so. I, I guess he he's is. the one who plays on uh, Jade Cargill's uh, theme music. Interesting. I guess so. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It worked. Uh, Sometimes those was, things don't work. Sometimes they yeah. do, and this was one of the ones that uh, did. Yeah, it was much better than the the Fozzy. The Fozzy guy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> of specifically. But uh, Jade was really over. I thought here it seemed like this crowd. Uh, I mean, I mean, I thought Ty Conti might have been the babyface going in, but it seemed like they were more on Jade's side. In my ear. I guess they like her. Yeah, I mean, she's cool. But, uh, yeah, Conti puts up a pretty good fight. Uh, hits a big senton to the floor, taking out Mark Sterling. So Jade says, all right, I'll take out your friend, attacks Anna Jay. Uh, but then a bit later, Anna Jay would get revenge. She actually nails Cargill in the face with a chair. The ref didn't see it. Conti rolls her up, only gets a two. But that was a big near fall there. And right after, she hits the DD tie, and Jade kicks out of that as well. But this is the closest anyone's come putting Cargill down but uh, that's as close as she'll get because Jade fights back uh, hits a nice frog splash Conti pulls out one more big move with a spike pile driver but uh, yeah Cargill just gets up again finally hits the Jaded gets the win 29-0 TBS champ for uh, t over two months now she's been the champion yeah I think uh, they're gonna they're going to go for the Goldberg. They're going to try to get her to 100. Whether she'll make it, I don't know. But she needs but. to she needs to stop uh she needs to start f f facing more Ty Contis. Yeah, and hopefully less this people is... that, you know, might just be a dark match or uh, you know, a quick squash on Rampage or something. They'll have to do those though as well to pad the numbers a bit, but <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? At this point, though, no signs of slowing down for Jade Cargill. Uh, I think that's probably a better record than even any of the top male stars have ever had. Yeah, you know, like I mean, everyone's at least lost of Yeah, everyone's lost eventually. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but let's keep the action going. We got MJF taking on CM Punk in a dog collar match, and at the beginning, MJF comes out to cult of personality kind of fake out the crowd there so uh cm punk does his own special entrance with uh, a ring of honor throwback he comes out to afi he adds his classic basketball shorts look so uh yeah just turning back the clock a little bit there turning back the clock i i didn't know what was happening but then i think i got it 
event. Like, yeah. I think I mean, my mind. I, did... I think I just kind of put the clues together. <laughs> yeah. In my head, I knew you know? enough. Like the the song hitting didn't make me go like freak out, but I was like, oh yeah, I know. Also, I it was it. a very somber song. It's not. It, it didn't sound like the type of thing that makes you want to go like woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have that yeah! that pop. Yeah. That initial that guitar riff. Yeah, the initial. But, you know, uh, the glass. It had. No, it didn't have a glass <laughs> breaking or. But uh, we got the action. They chained the guys together, and right off the bat, they're just using it as a weapon, smacking each other, tugging, yanking, choking, whipping. You can see the welts appear right away. Uh, MJF wraps the chain around his fist and punches Punk right on that stitched-up wound from a few days prior. And just like that, that thing opens right back up. And, uh, <laughs> There's probably a, little, there was probably a bit of help. <laughs> it probably had a bit yeah, of help. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably, he probably was like, all right, let's not sew this up too tight so I can just <laughs> open it up again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he comes up. The crimson mask is everywhere. Uh, MJF goes to the side and says, give me a fucking mic. And he gets a microphone and he just starts berating Punk as he pounds on him. And Punk just tells him to eat shit, starts fighting back, and the blood is just leaking everywhere. Uh, Punk works over. MJF's hand starts stomping away with the chain and uh, he wraps the chain around his knee and hits a big shining wizard to MJF's face which then busts him open but uh, not to the extent of Punk that was an all-time gusher that one. <laughs> that was who but, that was <laughs> he was bloody it was near it was Dustin Rhodes levels of uh, oh okay there. <laughs> maybe but uh, yeah both men just beaten and bloody they fight their way out onto the apron uh, Punk hits MJF with a tombstone pile driver, spikes him hard onto the apron there. And uh, back in the ring, soon after, MJF pulls out the bag of thumbtacks, pours them out, superplexes Punk onto the tacks. Uh, but most of them end up going in Punk's ass. I know. The yeah, there was a bit of there was a bit of an odd, <laughs> awkward landing. Uh, it always sucks. It always sucks uh, on a, in a thumbtack situation when you know the guy giving. The, like the guy on offense ends up getting the most attacks. <laughs> yeah, it's got a. But there'll be another landing later. Uh, yeah, so he pins Punk. Uh, he kicks out, and the poor referee Paul Turner. After he made the count, you see him go like, "Ah, oh, fucking." Yeah, so he gives a big bam <laughs> to like right onto attack, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh dude, my guy, where?" Yeah, it's gotta hurt. Gotta wear thicker. That's gotta wear thicker yeah, gloves you're like next slamming time. down. Yeah, yeah. But uh, MJF at this point, this is when he calls out Wardlow, who comes strolling down, and he says, "Give me the ring." But then Wardlow starts checking his pockets, can't find it. So MJF's like, "What the fuck?" Punk pulls the chain, uh, yanks in MJF, hits the GTS, and MJF lands right on top of the tax. And the way he sells is just great. Just the shock on his face. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then with Punk down on the mat looking right at Wardlow, the Ward dog, he reaches into his pocket and he goes, ah, oh, here it is. And he puts the diamond ring right in front of Punk and he walks off. The crowd is going nuts. For this baby face move from Wardlow. And Punk puts on the diamond's ring, uh, puts on the diamond ring, grabs MJF, who still won't go down, just spits in his face. So Punk finishes him off with the big punch and gets the three. Uh, excellent bloody match. In a, bl in a bloody ex <laughs> and a bloody excellent match. Yeah, in both ways. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- this 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 was crazy. It was it was so it was so much different from just like that ladder match we just saw. You know, ladder match all spot no story. <laughs> there was a very in this match a minimal amount of those high spots, you know, used to really kind of like poke, you know, really really hit bit hit bits of uh, action here, here, here and then finally we get the big one, the Wardlow face turn. Yeah, a lot of things to come out of this. Uh, yeah, MJF and Wardlow's relationship. I mean, is this feud? They both have one win now. Do they go back one more time? Who knows? I don't know. Or does MJF go after Wardlow now? Is it time for that? There's a lot of ways they can go for me. Yeah, well, and um, uh, it should be noted, though, too, after the match, uh, CM Punk uh, stood up on the ropes, um, you know, cheering on with the crowd, and he did the belt around my waist motion uh, he did do okay. he did that he did the can you picture it can, yeah yeah can, of course can you picture what uh, i'm doing right now because i'm doing it <laughs> yeah no those i mean these are the two guys that i would pick for my next title match would be mjf or cm punk so cm punk, who knows CM maybe punk, they do have to have that Pat adam page i mean someone one of them's got to go for it yeah uh, but yeah, great batch. We'll find out on Dynamite if that's the end of the feud or not. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, but let's continue. Britt Baker defending her AEW Women's Title against Thunder Rosa, and uh, the championship title itself has been updated once again. Once again, uh, I, I I didn't know to. I, I I was just kind of sitting there like, wait, what? You know, you know, because you know, in the wrestling world, things will happen, and there's a lot of things that happen in the wrestling world. Sometimes you d- you don't retain necessarily all the information. You know, like mm-hmm. what's Penta's assistant's name? I don't know. I don't have that much <laughs> space to retain this little shit. Yeah, yeah. But no, I wasn't off. Uh, they changed it to bigger. It's bigger <laughs> now. Yeah, a bit bigger, a bit more rounded. Uh, looks nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, black, golden black, traditional. Uh, but the match itself, you know, some big expectations for me, uh, for a lot of people after that lights out match. And, uh, unfortunately it didn't do, didn't reach, didn't get that close to that for me. But I mean, it was still fine. The wrestling was okay. Nothing too crazy. Uh, no blood, no weapons, nothing like that. But, uh, crowd was pretty split cheering for both these women, uh, Rosa hits a nice tombstone pile driver. We saw a couple of those tonight. I think we, we saw like two or three tombstones. Driving. Yeah, a couple. There's one on there. Was a, there was an apron tombstone. There was a middle of the ring tombstone. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Rebel starts distracting the ref. And uh, Jamie Hayter slides the title belt into the ring. Baker curb stomps Rosa face first onto the belt, but she's still able to kick out. Uh, but then just more interference continues. So Rosa has to hit a suicide dive, taking out Rebel. She clotheslines Hater, but then when she slides back into the ring, Baker hits her with a curb stomp, gets the three to retain. And yeah, I was disappointed. Just too much interference. It's become, uh, I don't know, it's ruining this title reign for me for Britt Baker recently. And and, and like you said, big expectations. Yeah, right. I mean, I've so, heard rumors that Rosa might be injured a bit. Yeah, they felt like they were holding back. Yeah, it definitely uh, was not. But uh, was no, not but, the big uh, and and I think the big thing you said at the interference, 
Just it's yeah, just turned too much in, it's just turned into too much of it. Now that there's two of them, when there was just yeah. Rebel or Reba, <laughs> either way. and she didn't know how to do anything. Like now there's just two of them. That's just like you know what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. No, this, uh, yeah, it's souring me. I mean, this time last year, Britt Baker, I'm like, yeah, she's the top dog. But now I think I'm ready for her to drop the belt because. Yeah, well, yeah, I think by I think by AEW logic, uh, Jade is a baby face because she doesn't have, she's a champion. She has the her like lawyer guy, but he, I'm not even <laughs> calling him to be enough for distraction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and so by AEW logic, heel champions win by distraction slash have cronies. Look back. It all checks out. And babyface champions don't. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that was that. We'll go on to John Moxley taking on Brian Danielson. Uh, yeah, just some excellent wrestling here, as expected. Uh, just great back and forth reversals submission holds tons of stiff strikes just slaps to the face chops all sorts of stuff uh they fight their way to the floor both men go for a headbutt and they conk heads which gives them the opportunity to pull out the razor blade pull out the razor blade because <laughs> we were promised this was the one match we were guaranteed blood yeah this was much. the one where he said if i bleed I, if i bleed i bleed together or something like that yeah so they both come up they're leaking oil but uh moxley a little bit worse than brian there but uh fight goes on just more great back and forth wrestling and submission work brian hits the boo psycho knee but moxley kicks out of that so he locks him in the triangle sleeper the one that's ended so many matches recently but moxley is able to roll through and uh he rolls right over pins brian's shoulders down gets a three just like that uh, Brian is pissed off. He's yelling at the ref. So Moxley gets in his face, and they keep fighting. So security comes running out, but they just toss them away. And that's when Sir William Regal comes storming down the ring. Big pop from the crowd for him. They're chanting, holy shit. Uh, everyone's going nuts. He just kind of gets in both men's face, gives them a slap, stiff slap, just to kind of, you know, talk them down. And he gets the two men to shake hands. So, this is uh, this is exciting. William Regal is he? I mean, he's obviously here in AEW, but what's his role? Is he a manager? Is he going to work with these two? What's what's he going to do? And this for a lot of people, I bet this was the most exciting moment of the night when he just kind of started walk, when he just started walking down the uh, the ramp there. Yeah, because there's like one second where you're like, "Who is that?" And then you see like oh, Regal, and the here. way he slaps Moxley just like a like a da <laughs> like a dad disciplining his son, and then Daniel yeah. Bryan is the bratty little brother who's like, hey, hey, "He got slapped," and Daniel <laughs> Regal's like, "Yeah, slap." Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, and then, yeah, yeah." I Brian was, was like, and, and yeah, what, what, what's it, what's he gonna be? What is he going to be? Uh, I think whatever it is, this is a huge get for the weekly to the week to week TV of um of aw i was half expecting for him to uh you know come down somebody gives him a mic and he says like it's about bloody time somebody uh <laughs> keeps like keeps runs the ship over here you know like something because it, the only thing dynamite has missed that manager on screen type personality that works we know yeah. it works um and, and i mean this could still this could still lead to that if that's 
or that's or that yeah. rather yeah that's what i was just expecting while i was like yeah he's gonna announce he's the manager right now i'm like <laughs> that would be big that would be big you know he was just the manager and he was doing a pretty damn good job over there yeah we'll see but uh yeah awesome match great ending there with regal coming out and well, uh, does this mean Brian and Moxley are a team? They shook they hands. They shook hands. Yeah. And they bled together. Yeah, he didn't say you have to beat me. He just says, I don't want to bleed with you. So by team, so. Moxley's own logic. <laughs> they should be a team. They should be. Uh, yeah, maybe they could challenge Jurassic Express at Double or Nothing or something. Build to that. Who knows? Uh, but let's go to... Uh, Six-man tornado tag match. We had AHFO taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara, the two-belt asshole. But and he he's still doing he's still doing it, still doing it. I'm gonna call him an asshole until he stops. But uh, yeah, six-man tornado tag, and uh, also it's apparently no DQ because there was tons of weapons and stuff. Uh. Yeah, so we got chairs, garbage cans, people getting smacked around with those. Uh, yeah, they fight their way up into the crowd. We get tables set up on top of the ramp. Uh, so Isaiah Cassidy climbs up on top of the entrance tunnel. But then Sammy Guevara climbs up after him. He grabs him, hits a crazy Spanish fly off the huge. tunnel through the tables. Yeah, it looked like a hard landing, too. It looked, it's, well, uh, I mean, I think it was from like 10 feet up. Of course it looks yeah, like one of the, one of the tables didn't break so uh and it's not yeah looked stiff but uh then we cut to the other side of the arena where the butcher and the blade have come out to help the hardy family and they set up four tables stacked two by two uh but then it's fucking sting the 62 year old man who dives off the balcony onto andrade crashing through four tables at once Holy shit, the crowd says. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff here from Sting. Uh, then we go back to the ring. It's down to Darby and Hardy. Darby hits a scorpion death drop onto a seated chair, which crumples it up. And then Darby climbs the ropes, goes for the coffin drop. And for some reason, I don't know why, Matt Hardy decides to sit up right in the middle of the move. So Darby barely grazes him with his head. But uh, they still sell it. Makes the cover. Gets the win. No, I don't think that's what happened. I think Matt Hardy was too far out. But he, like, moved at the last I second think he and, like, tried. I, up, I think he worse. tried to move in. Because he to realized. Me, like he moved out. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. What, whatever it was, like, he, yeah, he barely. Yeah. Either way, yeah, he didn't. He barely grazed him. They didn't really say anything. They kind of showed the Of course. Yeah. It's, uh, that's that's the coffin drop. That's that's the uh, shtick. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was just a, this made no sense. And it was complete mayhem. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was this fun. This was I mean, fun. The sting spot, the, the Sammy spot, the two big table jumps were fun. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You need the you need a kind of match like this between your two big matches. So. Well, yeah. So let's just get we, into the other match. Our main event. Hangman Adam Page taking on Adam Cole Bebe. Um, uh, the, all the fans know all the words to Adam Cole's song because there's like four of them. <laughs> I, I I was like, it's actually a great song because it just kind of repeats. You know, it's all about the boom. Adam Cole yeah. Bebe. You know, it's all about the boom. Adam Cole <laughs> Bebe. And I was like, yeah. And then it kind of like instrumental break and then boom. Adam Cole Bebe. Mm. You know, it's all yeah. about the boom. I was like, wow, this might be one of the best songs ever written. 
One of the most <laughs> professional wrestling anthems ever made. Um, a, lo- a lot of so they, yeah, these guys are in the ring. A lot of great crowd he moments. Came out, he had a he had a Spartan gear on. He was Master Chief Adam Cole. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't really get it. I didn't really. I mean, get I it. get where it's from, but I'm like, you're not Master Chief. What's that about? Yeah, this has uh, never come up before in the past. A uh, lot of gr- lot again. lot of great uh, crowd stuff in this one. Uh, yeah, let's, go of, let's go, Adam. Let's go, Adam. A lot of that. A lot of that. Uh, uh, those types of things. Uh, so the crowd, uh, the crowd was having a lot of fun this entire match. <laughs> yeah, I'd say they started pretty fifty-fifty, but near the end, I thought they might have even been leaning towards Adam Cole a bit. But uh, it's hard to say. There was just a lot of chance, a lot of Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there were, yeah. There was also a lot of fight forevers. So yeah, fight forever. This is awesome. Uh, we just got a twenty-five minute plus main event match here, and yeah, just real crisp, smooth wrestling. Uh, Hangman hits a big power bomb on the apron. His moon salt to the floor. He goes for another moon salt later, but gets super kicked in the face midair, upside down. That great spot. Uh, and then soon after that, Hangman hits a Tombstone pile driver. So that's our third. Third Tombstone. <laughs> I thought that I thought that move was trademarked by WWE. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's their tribute because Undertaker's going in the Hall of Fame this year. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Hangman Page is doing a little too well. So Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly come out uh, to back up Adam Cole. Uh, that's when Cole hits Hangman with a Panama Sunrise on the floor, spikes him down hard. Uh, and then the red dragon, they distract the ref. Well, uh, Cole hits Hangman right in the balls, which allows Cole to hit another Panama Sunrise. And Paige just sells this. Well, he don't. He just jumps on his head, basically. Spikes himself down. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps on his head. That's what he does. Yeah. And then Cole follows up with the boom. That could be it. But Paige kicks out. So the crowd's going wild at this point. Just let's go, Hangman. Adam Cole. Dueling chance. Red Dragon. Move it. The, they grab the timekeeper's table. Move it over to the apron. Uh, but it's Hangman who picks up Cole and hits the dead eye off the apron through the table. Uh, and then this is when the Dark Order come out, chase off the Red Dragon. So Hangman's all alone. He hits the buckshot lariat, makes the pin, but Cole gets his fingers on the ropes. His, so we're still not. His index. <laughs> his index finger on the ropes. So we're still not done here, but Hangman wants to finish it. So he takes off his belt, ties Cole's hand to the rope, super kicks him in the head, and then he steals Cole's move. He hits the boom, and then he finally finishes things off with another buckshot lariat, bridges into the pin, gets the three, retained the belt in a very good hard-fought match. Yeah, in uh, in what was like easy it was one of the easiest to follow matches we saw all night. So yeah. easy to follow exactly <clears throat> what was happening. This was uh, this was great. It's great to see the the you know the heavyweight championship in the main event of your pay per views. I also like that because some you don't always see you don't always see that. No, sometimes not always, it, but especially if it's some- a, especially if it's a gimmick type pay per view. I mean, I guess we just came off of the Rumble. You know, you have Money in the Bank, except for you know and sorts of things like that. The Survivor Series. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, AEW doesn't have a lot, a lot of those. I mean, they've had the lights out match main event at pay per view, I think. But yeah. for the most part, it's usually the world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, makes it make, yeah, makes it no. feel very important. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, 
Good stuff. Another awesome pay-per-view here from AEW, as usual. And, uh, yeah, pretty much every match was fun in their own way. It's yeah. Hard. I don't even know what my favorite match was. It's hard to say. Yeah, every match was good. <laughs> every match was a little a, li- a little unique, which was a lot of fun. Uh, it's always great to see Revolution do their shows. I'm sure they'll have a they, – they, they always like to pull out a show for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think they've already announced a St. Patrick's Day slam, slam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a slam, a jam. We don't know they what don't it think. is. That was a great pay per view. Uh, let's keep moving on uh, through the week. Let's get a, uh, let's uh, let's go back in time a bit before we take a break here, uh, because we have some stuff to cover on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, let's shift on over to SmackDown Live. <laughs> Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. That's right. We've got the new Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, coming out uh, to defend his match or to defend his title uh, against Ricochet. So fighting champion right off the bat here. And, uh, yeah, pretty fun match. Sammy uh, hits a big suplex on the apron, landing Ricochet high on his neck. Uh, But then Ricochet just fights back, starts doing his crazy flips, dives all over the place, has the crowd hot. Uh, But Sammy regains control until Johnny Knoxville comes out, which distracts Sammy. So Ricochet runs in, hits this crisp Hurricane Rana right into a pin, and he gets the three. So big win, new champ Ricochet. Yeah, big but champ Ricochet. Big smile on his face. <laughs> Never seen the man happier. But uh, Sami Zayn got screwed once again. I mean, he 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 makes a good case. There is a conspiracy. He he. There's no reason for Johnny Knoxville to cost him the title here. Yeah, I guess we're I guess we're kind of two manias in a row. He I mean he could he he his gimmick really hasn't changed much from the documentary crew. <laughs> being around he's, he's pretty much still the same gimmick and he's doing it just as well and i mean yeah it took him like two months to even get this title shot and he got screwed on that universal title shot he really does get screwed over a lot our poor yeah and he brings it up to us he's like i do you guys notice <laughs> how i keep getting screwed and vince is just sitting back there because it's funny <laughs> yeah uh then we see a couple clips from vince mcmahon on the pat mcafee show and uh, the two big news pieces were that Vince McMahon announces he will be the one inducting Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. So that should be interesting. And then later on, he offers Pat McAfee a WrestleMania match. Uh, does not say against who at the time, but Pat accepts. So Vince will reveal that later tonight. Former uh, what, rookie of a uh, rookie of the year uh, shooting yeah. champion or uh, yeah, uh, something, something like that. Yeah. Our best celebrity appearance. Best celebrity appearance. Maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. Uh, Austin Theory comes out because he says where Vince McMahon goes, I go these days. And he cuts a promo on Pat McAfee and reveals that he is the opponent for WrestleMania. And then just smacks McAfee's headset off his face. To a chorus of boos. Yeah. uh, Booing because we love Pat, maybe? And booing because you're burning one of your five brand-to-brand invitationals. (laughs) You just burned one right there. I mean, Vince McMahon can just hand them out. He's got a wallet full of them. But the Shoot Brothers. (laughs) Okay, okay. We're Uh, the moral compass around here, Mike. 
Well, either way, this quells some of the rumors that Vince McMahon was going to be stepping into the ring himself. God, who said that? <laughs> I heard it. Okay, I heard it. Okay. But, uh, I mean, who knows? I, I imagine he still might be in the corner. He might get physical, maybe throw a punch, take a punch. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, in-ring action, Naomi takes on Carmella. Uh, Carmella's still doing the terrible mask gimmick. Selena tries to interfere. Sasha takes her out. Uh, Naomi pins Carmella. Yeah, I hesitate to say that wearing a mask is a gimmick, so I'm just going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Backstage, Drew and, or no, Corbin and Madcap are playing poker with a bunch of random dudes, and Madcap does a Drew McIntyre impression and says, I quote, the other day, I thought I saw the Loch Ness Monster. But it turns out I just pooped in me bathtub. That is five-year-old Vince McMahon humor right there. Uh, I pooped in my bathtub, and I thought it was a Loch Ness monster. Well, you think it's funny. Oh, no, I think hearing you say it is <laughs> I know. funny because well, you just I mean, said it. The words came out of your mouth just like they came out of Madcaps and just like they came out of Vince. It's, liter- Vince it's literally funny shit. To him, it is. To him, it's not like stupid. It's amazing. It's literally funny Oh, well. Uh, Drew McIntyre takes on Jinder Mahal. We haven't seen much of, but not that I'm complaining. Drew gets the easy win. Nothing to it. No. Uh, Rick Boogs comes out to play Nakamura, but then the bloodline just attack, beat the shit out of him. Uh, and the, I don't even know why they came out, because the Usos are the one that are supposed to have a match. They take on the Viking Raiders for the SmackDown tag titles, the, the match we never got in Saudi. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. They go back and forth. A bunch of near falls. Had the crowd pretty hot. But eventually the Usos hit the 1D to get the win, retain the belts. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal with the, uh, well, I guess we're just doing this now? Because this has been like a month. of The 1D? Yeah, this has been like a month of them. <laughs> Yeah, it's their move now, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's their move now, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so these guys are strong. These guys have been champions for probably 200 days now, right? Um, yeah. Maybe uh, Boogs and Nakamura, maybe they're the two to step up to the plate. Yeah, at Bo- least Boogs is pretty hot. Boogs is pretty hot right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll want to have Boogs do a big WrestleMania, play guitar there, do something. Oh, that'd be cool. At least for an entrance. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Up next, we had Big E taking on Sheamus. And outside the, excuse me, outside the ring, Kofi Kingston was just messing around with the ATV. Just honking the horn. So, uh, Ridge Holland comes up, smacks him with a chair. Then he starts smacking the poor ATV. Um, and then back in the ring, Sheamus beats down Big E and, uh, yeah, him and Ridge Holland just drive off. They steal the ATV. The match never never even started. And then they take it backstage and just smash the thing up with sledgehammers. So. Yeah, I guess a classic no contest. Um, okay. Yeah, whatever. Short-lived ATV. <laughs> uh, but the main event for this episode, you had Ronda Rousey taking on Sonya Deville. Uh, at this point, I think we can say Sonya's back to being a regular competitor, which is... Very nice to see. Uh, yeah, so hopefully just more wrestling from her. Charlotte Flair comes out to watch, tries to distract Ronda as much as possible, and it 
works for a little bit. Sonya gets some moves in, but uh, Ronda fights back and just goes on a roll, hits the Piper's pit, locks in the armbar, and Sonya quickly taps out. Uh, and then afterwards, Charlotte gets in the ring, takes a swing at Rousey, but she ducks, catches Charlotte in the ankle lock. Charlotte screams, taps out, and then limps away. Yeah, I think this was the, definitely. I think this was better. I, I liked Ronda Rousey here better than the uh, the Saudi match, for sure. Pers- yeah. Personally, yeah, personally, yeah, I liked uh, I liked the use of that ankle lock there, adding that new submission to her game, kind of throwing Charlotte off. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I <laughs> the only thing I don't like is when Ronda does the armbar. She always says, "Who wants a souvenir?" Like, what are you going to do? Break off her arm? Oh, she's going to rip the arm off and throw it off in, yeah, to a child know. in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> a severed limb. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Rondi did look pretty good here and uh, closes out SmackDown. And uh, I think that closes out the first half of our show. Yeah, that's the first half of the show. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, what do we have? All the Monday Night Raw action? NXT Roadblock? Yeah, it, it ends up being quite a roadblock. <laughs> so you're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna stick around. Back here with part two of the podcast. Thanks for sticking out through the break here. Um, as we uh, make our way through the professional wrestling week. As we always do, we've made our way through the weekend, through the glorious revolution, and now <laughs> it's time to the flagship show in professional wrestling. And I don't even, I, you know, and I mean across the board. Name to me one professional wrestling show has been on for longer. I dare you. I mean, I, I, I do not accept this dare. <laughs> of course, I <laughs> must be talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, and we open with some highlights uh, from that Madison Square Garden house show. That they okay, so about. yeah, house show on the we uh, Madison Square Garden. Brock Lesnar was going to be there. But that's all we knew. But you think if they were going to air it, it would be like footage, footage. So I think that there's some sort of like Madison Square Garden has their own union that like if you want to film something there, it's a different set of rules than really. Some, so maybe just like pictures. I don't know. All I know is that, I don't know, there's something weird with Madison Square Garden. Interesting. Okay. But uh, yeah, either way, they show us some clips. Uh, Brock Lesnar, I mean, they, they were like, he's going to fight Bobby Lashley, but probably not. Uh, so Lashley wasn't there. It ended up being Austin Theory, who gets destroyed. Lesnar wins. And then Roman Reigns comes out, beats the shit out of him, even busted him open. He was bleeding a bit here, Mr. Brockless. There's been a lot of blood in the last couple days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this was intentional or not. Maybe because they weren't on TV. He's like, I can bleed. No one will fucking know. <laughs> no one will know. No one will see it. But uh, anyways, to the live show now. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens come out because uh, they're in that tag title match tonight. And they promise to win. Punch their ticket to WrestleMania. And Kevin Owens continues to just slag on the state of Texas and... Uh, Otis and Gable interrupt. They're shushing everyone, and eventually RK Bro come out because uh, it's time for this triple threat 
tag title match. So, uh, but the rules are a little bit different from uh, the triple threat we saw on Revolution. For this one, we've got one member of each team in the ring at a time, and you can only tag your own team. So, a little different there. I but, like uh, I I like I like that. I like yeah, this I like little take on all it. Three guys at once is cool. So uh, the match itself, pretty good here. You know, tons of talent in this ring, and everyone gets their time to shine. Uh, as the usual, Riddle gets isolated. Orton gets the hot tag and goes on a roll. He hits Rollins with the RKO, uh, but Owens breaks out the pin, and then Orton just starts tossing everyone onto the announce table one by one. And he gets to Otis, so Riddle comes and helps him and lifts him. And yeah, this table doesn't break though. It took like four men on it. it still didn't break. What? Some sometimes these <laughs> tables, you know. If it was Tony Storm, she'd look at it. She it just she would she would just <sighs> quick exhale. She is Storm. She has the power of wind. She, and power and and flight. And flight. Speaking of, maybe we'll see her show up sometime soon. And the new X Men movie. Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Riddle hits a floating bro on Gable, but that pin gets broken up, so everyone just jumps in. We got bodies everywhere, dives to the floor. Chad Gable comes in, starts hitting some awesome suplexes on Riddle. Uh, then Gable climbs up to the top rope, goes for his moonsault, but midair, Randy Orton runs in, catches him with the RKO. We've seen a lot of RKOs, but this was one of the most. This beautiful. is an all-timer. <laughs> yeah, I mean the uh, the timing has to be so perfect. Both guys, they just hit it. I, I don't think uh, Randy's never messed up one of these ambitious RKOs. To be fair, yeah, he always hits them. You know, like the, this guy, <laughs> the one on Matt Seidel. Yeah, one on fucking, Seth, uh, Rollins, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Yeah, like every time, and and that's the thing. And, and this happens every couple of years, right? When we say to ourselves, oh, "Randy, there's it's just a cutter. <laughs> there's only so much you can do." He finds a way. Yeah. So this that was just amazing moment. Uh, crowd popped big for that, uh, but he can't make the pin because Owens super kicks him, and then. Uh, him and Rollins just go on a run. They hit their super combo, stunner, curb stomp. Uh, but then Matt Riddle runs in and just tosses Seth away, steals the pin, gets the three. So just like that, RK bro. And new. Uh, once again. Yeah, once again, tag champs. And a very fun match. Yeah, fun. Fun. You were right. Uh, at one point, um, Seth Rollins... Got a one like or Matt Riddle kicked uh, out at kicked out at one. Uh, Seth Rollins pin and Kevin Owens can be heard in the background yelling, "That was three, ref." <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah, was Owens is hilarious. A lot of little notable highlights like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that that RKO was damn impressive. And uh, this whole thing, uh, we had some promos before the match and the match itself. This whole thing took up forty five minutes, a third of the goddamn show. Easy. Yeah, and I wouldn't even complain. Absolutely probably... not. Yeah, great stuff. And, uh, I mean, Randy Orton, I mean, you'll throw your hat in the ring. Spot of the year for that RKO, maybe. Didn't even need weapons or anything. Just a maybe. Up crazy oh, God. When was the last <laughs> I mean, time? It's very a... early. It's very early. When was the last time a spot was just a good old fashioned spot, you know? Yeah, just a crazy move. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, great, great match. Afterwards, RK Bro get interviewed in the ring. Uh, and Randy says, I've never had so much fun in my career than I do here with Riddle. And I'm going to say the F word for the first time in my 20-year career. This man is my friend. Uh, 
And <laughs> so, yeah, showing us a side of him we'd never seen. And he says, I wouldn't want to be out here with anyone else. We're going to WrestleMania, baby. They hug. They celebrate. So, yeah. I mean, maybe WrestleMania is when you have the big breakup angle. Because it's got to happen sometime. I mean, maybe not, though. Maybe they're selling lots of sh- but merch. He's, he's but he has here. a friend for the first time <laughs> yeah, in I mean, his he's life. he's a friend. He said the F word. So, I don't know. But uh, either way, they have punched their ticket to WrestleMania. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. What a, what a great way to uh, kick off episode, uh, Monday Night Raw, for sure. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, the Raw tag division's looking pretty good. You got some couple different teams that are all kind of hot at the same time. Street Profits lurking in the background. So, hey, let's keep it going. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you got to cool things down a bit, though, so... Dana Brooke took on Tamina, 24-7 title. Dana Count as a Boston Crab gets the win, retains. There you go. Uh, Then after The Miz comes out in his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. So they are cheering the hell out of him. And uh, early on, he's being super babyface. He gives respect back to the crowd. He's loving him. Uh, He brings out his buddy and fellow Cleveland native, Logan Paul. Didn't know that, but... uh, yeah, the two of them just cut a promo on the Mysterios, and then they bring out Jerry the King Lawler, who gets a big reaction from the crowd. And uh, Jerry says, hey, Miz, let's have WrestleMania here in Cleveland. But Miz says, uh, Cleveland's not exactly a WrestleMania city. So the crowd turns on him as he turns on them, and him and Logan Paul leave. Uh, Johnny Gargano, also from Cleveland. Hey, uh, recently a uh, father. I think Candace had her baby. So, uh, who knows? Yeah. Good for her. <clears throat> Johnny Watch continues. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're still on Johnny Watch. Still on Johnny Watch. I guess, we we, know, I guess uh, no. I think now we're on Johnny Watch. Now that he's had, the, kid, the, the kid's born. been had, we're kind yeah, of that little one step closer to, you know. Yeah, you know, give a month or two to get things settled in and then we'll see. Uh, but his former partner, Tommaso Ciampa, is out next, and he's with Braun Breaker, making his surprise Raw debut here. Now, I I have no clue. I'm gonna, I, I don't think this is a brand-to-brand, I gotta say. <laughs> this is just a uh, an emergency call-up or something? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the two of them taking on the Dirty Dogs here, and uh, Breaker looked a bit more fired up, you know, I'm sure. He knows he's got more eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Three times the audience, roughly. Four times, I don't know. But uh, I'm sure there was a good chunk of people here that probably didn't know who he was yet. But hopefully he made a good impression. And after this match, they'll know. Because, yeah, showing off that good strength. Picking guys up with ease. Eventually hits Ziggler with the press power slam to get the win. So, That's hey. Big, yeah, better. big uh, first win on the uh, on the main roster here, I guess. Yeah. Better than Karrion Cross. Yeah, your record is already better than Karrion Cross's, I think. <clears throat> then we got Omos. Uh, he cut a quick little promo and took on Apollo Cruz, And just another easy win. And then after he tells Commander Aziz, you're next. So. You're next. But not <laughs> yeah, not, not like a cool you're next. No, just in his Omos. Like, you're next. Well, Omos, I think still ever are uh, our favorites to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, assuming it's still a thing. Uh, no one's mentioned it yet, but it kind of just gets thrown on there anyways. Yeah. Uh, 
And Rated R Superstar Edge comes out next, and he's got a new entrance. Uh, well, his regular music plays, but then it just kind of cuts off, and he's got blue lights and no music. And, and the, slicked the lights... bl- back hair. <laughs> yeah, slicked back hair. <laughs> uh, and the blue light stays on the whole time, like he's the fiend, just for his whole promo. He's just, yeah, talking about his vicious attack on AJ and says he did it to help him. Because I want to bring out the best AJ. I want the best opponent I can get. So that's it. And yeah, it may it makes it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense uh, for him to, uh, you know, Edge's t- Edge's return in WWE has not been the uh, the you know the celebration he would have wanted. I mean, he he won a Rumble. I'll give him that. He won a Rumble, <laughs> but he's lost every opportunity that he's uh, had. I don't know. Don't know. See how that one shakes out. But we go backstage. Kevin Owens is interviewed and says he's had an epiphany about his WrestleMania match. And he will share this plan later tonight. But before that, we go we go to Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley teaming up to take on Carmella and Zelina. And if Liv and Rhea get the win, they will be added to tag title match at WrestleMania. So, good opportunity here. Match okay. was pretty decent. Okay. Uh, in the middle of it all, though, Carmella just abandons her post to go uh, talk with boyfriend Corey Graves. So Zelina's just like, what the fuck? And Liv runs in, hits a code breaker. Rhea hits the riptide. They get the win. And just like that, they're going to WrestleMania. So just that's like nice, that. Uh, Liv Morgan getting her first, I'm sure, match on the card at WrestleMania. Well, be- so Carmella and Corey Graves have a new reality show. Yeah, it looks terrible. Like I think it's a YouTube show. Aren't they all? Aren't all the WWE reality shows terrible? <laughs> I mean, Total Divas had its moments. <laughs> had its moments. Uh, yeah, Brian Danielson, like you've never seen him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, they're going to WrestleMania. Uh, we get an announcement that Vader is going into the Hall of Fame. So it's more than just the Undertaker. But yeah, wasn't weren't we thinking for a second there that it might have just been. Maybe, because I'm sure they could fill out an hour and a half of just people talking and then him talking. Oh, yeah. Well, like yeah of course they could. Just make it the roast. The roast of the other. <laughs> uh, the new United States champion, Finn Balor, comes out to take on Austin Theory. Uh, the battle of the long lost brothers here. And uh, pretty good wrestling. They go back and forth a bit. Finn gains control. He climbs to the top rope looking for the coup de gras when Damian Priest shows up. Attacks him, causes the DQ, lays him out. So, so yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We'll still, uh, yeah. Damian Priest, he's he's got to figure it out. Yeah, it was hard to tell if Damian Priest was getting like legitimate heat, or because now now that we've been through the edited era, I don't know what to. I I, I got to take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> Are they pumping in crowd noise? Are they editing in crowd reactions? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the final segment of the night, Kevin Owens comes out to talk about his plans for WrestleMania. He says, I want to have the biggest KO show in history. And since it's in Texas, we need a local legend. Uh so he talks about the many Texas legends, Shawn Michaels, JBL, Booker T. But no, I've got the perfect guest, 
Uh, and he's probably out of shape from drinking beer all day. And even when he did wrestle, he had to wear braces because his knees were shot. But I'm calling you out, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, so that was... Is, yeah, is, is Stone Cold going to uh, answer the call? Well, the next day, Stone Cold made a personal video and posted it somewhere on social media, I guess. And uh, he basically, he said more than Kevin Owens said. Because uh, Kevin Owens' wording was, let's have the KO show. And then when Austin responded, he's like, yeah, call it a match, call it a fight, call it the Kevin Owens show, I'll be there. So he was dropping hints that maybe this could turn into a match or something. Uh, Who knows? Battle but of they the haven't... Stunners? Yeah. Either way, they have not said match, but it's confirmed. Stone Cold will be at WrestleMania. Wow. I mean, I mean, maybe you do the interview night one, set up a match for night two. Who knows? That'd be cool. But is Stone Cold going to take the stunner? I'm sure he could take a stunner. Yeah. When was the last time he had a match? 2003? years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he's in great shape. He looks like he's in great shape. I'm sure he's in fine. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine, but. Yeah. It's a long time to go without doing something. Like, if you didn't play hockey, if you, Mike, didn't skate for 19 years, you'd be a bit wobbly that first time back out, right? I don't know. I think I could be pretty crisp. (laughs) <laughs> Immediately pretty crisp. As long as the skates are sharpened, just do some crossovers. <laughs> that was a good analogy. Uh, that was a good analogy. And that was uh, that was the entirety of Monday Night Raw. Really can't wait to see what Stone Cold has to say heading down the stretch. Yeah. Either way, we know he's going to be there. We know he's going to drink a lot of beer. And fans are going to be happy. So let's get to our last show of the uh, of the week, um, which ends up being a hyped up show because we're talking about NXT 2.0 Roadblock. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Yeah, just kind of gave it to us out of nowhere, but some big matches taking place here. We got Dusty Cup semifinal action. Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai taking on Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez to start things off. And uh, crowd chanting for Wendy, but uh, Raquel not amused by her little sleepy tactics and just beats her down. And uh, Cora and Wendy do the hamster ball spot where they're just wrapped up doing the pins, just rolling around for a bit. And, uh, later on, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane come down and they attack Raquel with a pipe, take out her knee. The old uh, Galuli incident. The old Galuli. <laughs> so she's down. Cora Jade's got to deal with some uh, two-on-one action for a bit. But Raquel comes back in. She starts fighting with one good leg. Uh, she has a showdown with former partner Dakota Kai. But the bum knee is just too much to overcome. And, uh, Wendy Chu hits her reverse splash. Tags in Kai, who hits a double foot stomp off the top. And that gets a three. Huge win. Upset here for Dakota and Wendy. Big upset. The- well, I think when we saw the bracket, we almost said to ourselves immediately that Raquel Gonzalez and Coordinator uh, are going straight to the finals. Yeah, but that is not the case. So, did not see that one coming. Uh, and then we cut to the, the war zone, the parking lot, where the Creed <laughs> brothers have been beaten down. We don't know who or how, but the, just the aftermath. They've been beaten up and it's unfortunate for them. They were supposed to have a tag title match with Imperium tonight. So uh, that is a road blo- a roadblock indeed in their, ta- their plans. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> 
Tiffany Stratton coming up next takes on Fallon Henley. Uh, things are going well for Tiffany when smoke starts appearing at the entrance, which uh, distracts everyone. And then Saray appears on the other side, drop kicks Tiffany in the head, which allows Henley to hit a shining wizard and get the three and a huge upset. Another one. <laughs> Another huge upset. Yeah, this was okay. No. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really anything match-wise. Uh, yeah, Saray has powers. She teleports, she transforms. I don't know <laughs> what her deal is. But I guess she's a, but she's a baby face, no matter what. No matter what. She'll she can uh, change forms, teleport yeah. to a new side of the ring. We love supernatural shit. The fiend was a baby face before he even stepped in the ring, just because we wanted to see exactly what your deal <laughs> is. Uh, and Saray could be falling into that same kind of thing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, L.A. Knight takes on Grayson Waller, last man standing match. So we get the weapons, the trash cans, the steel steps. Uh, crowd's hot for Knight. They fight their way up onto a balcony, uh, which Knight ends up punching Waller off of it, and he just falls to the floor off camera. So uh, he's okay. They fight their way back to the ring. Uh, yeah, Sanga, is that the guy? The big manager. Yes. L.A. Knight hits, smacks him with a chair, so he freaks out and hits Knight. Uh Waller pulls out some handcuffs, uh, but Knight manages to get them and cuffs Sanga to the ring post, so he's stuck there. And uh, Yeah. They get a table set up on the floor. Waller gets thrown over the ropes, crashes through the table. Uh, yeah, Knight picks him up, puts a trash can on his head, beats the shit out of him. Uh, then eventually they go to the announce table, that elevated announce table, Uh Waller pulls out a weapon. I think it's called a slapjack. Not the wrestler, the weapon. No, that's, uh, oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, he's on Raw. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, it's I called think a blackjack. A blackjack? Okay. Yes. Uh, whatever it is, he smacks uh, LA Knight in the face with that, knocks him out, lays out on the table, and then Waller climbs to the top ropes, hits his big diving elbow drop, crashing through the table. Crowd chants, holy shit. Refs makes his count. Waller's able to get to his feet by clinging to the back of Sanga, and uh, L.A. Knight does not get to his feet, so the ref counts 10, and he's lost the match. Grayson Waller wins by uh, wins by countout. You know what? The the 2.0 set, yeah, they, 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 ha they hadn't figured out all the camera angles yet. Uh, I felt like there was a lot. I felt like for, a ma for this match type, there was a lot of weird shit we missed. Or uh, felt a bit awkward. Does that make sense? Just because the, they weren't ready for the camera <laughs> to be in that position, people to go yeah. exactly there. Uh, they I mean, they need to yeah. fine tune that. The announce table is very tight, close into the thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not as much room. The the these kinds not of as things. much room. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but that was that. It seems like La Knight has lost this feud, and maybe he's. Getting called up to the main roster. Who knows? And Grayson Waller's the top heel right now, I think. I'd say he's the uh, top uh, yeah. heel in NXT. Definitely one of the top guys. Probably looking to challenge Braun Breaker sooner or later. Or yeah. whoever may be the champ. Uh, but let's go. We got the other Dusty Cup semifinal match. Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai taking on Casey Catanzaro. Caden Carter. Uh, 
Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph were calling each other betas on commentary. Barrett says, you are the master beta. So I don't know how that made it to air. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I must have missed that. But hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. On to the match. Some uh-huh. good tag wrestling here. Uh, yeah, just good performance. Uh, Team KC just doing their high-flying moves. Uh, EO climbs onto Caden's shoulders and then Casey climbs up on top of both of them and hits a crazy reverse Rana, spiking EO down, EO down hard. Uh, but EO fights back, and soon after, she hits the moonsault, gets the win. Uh, so her and Kaylee Ray head to the finals to face Wendy and Dakota. I was, uh, I think when I was watching this batch, I feel like Casey Catanzaro and Kane Carter are possibly. They're the only women's tag team that I would call an actual established tag team. And only because I feel like they've been wrestling for together for two years now. Never never doing single <laughs> shit. Just the two of them for like two and a half years. Is yeah, that, they got can matching you, gear now. They have matching. Yeah, exactly. Can you think of anyone else who... I mean, uh, at least, Not quite as long. I mean, Indian Persia have been like a year now, it feels like. But maybe not. But no, definitely not nearly as long as Team KC. Yeah, I don't know why uh, they're so underused. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they got lots of cool moves. Especially, you know, like we do this shit all the time, right? We throw Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade together at the last minute, (laughs) have them compete for a thing, and then beat the team of people who are actually a team of people. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I guess we'll see if... Wendy Chu and Dakota can pull off one more big upset to win the final. Amen. But uh, we got some tag championship match. Imperium are still defending the belts. Uh, so we got MSK replacing the Creed brothers. And uh match was going pretty well. Nice, fast-paced, competitive bout. But then the Creed brothers run out, start beating the shit out of everyone because they're still pissed and this match just gets thrown out. But Imperium kept saying that uh, they or they they refused to admit about doing any attacking. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean we didn't really get any conclusive answers, so this could be. I a mean, mystery. we just assumed parking lot. Therefore, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean you kind of get what you <laughs> you play with fire, you get burned. Hey, Amen. Uh, but let's go to this main event: triple threat match for the NXT title. Braun Breaker defending against Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler. And, yeah, crowd was, you know, rooting for all three guys at parts of the match. And uh, uh, Breaker, the clear strength advantage here. He's able to pick up both men at once. Double suplex. But uh, what he has in strength, he lacks in experience, uh, at least of the three here. But, yeah, all three men give it their all. Crowd's into every minute of it. Uh, Breaker gets tossed aside. Ziggler hits Ciampa with a zigzag, but he kicks out. Champa goes for a fairy tale ending on Breaker, or no, on Ziggler, but Breaker runs in, spears him, and then Braun hits Ziggler with his press power slam finisher, goes to make the pin, but that's when Bobby Roode shows up, pulls the ref out, breaks the count, so Breaker goes after Bobby, uh, then he gets back in the ring, but Champa hits him with Willow's Bell, and then hits the fairy tale ending, but then Ziggler runs in, shoves Champa, tries to steal the pin, but Braun Breaker still able to kick out of all that. So uh, Ciampa runs in, kicks Breaker in the face, 
Rude pulls Braun to the floor. So now it's just Ciampa and Ziggler. Ciampa turns around right into a super kick from Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph gets the one, two, three. New NXT champion. Who and, saw that coming? And new. What a, this, this was the shock of the week for sure. Yeah, this was crazy. Uh, Big, huge moment. Big moment for NXT 2.0. Crazy that I didn't think this would be the way the Braun Breaker would lose the championship. Of course, without getting pinned. You know, yeah, uh, you which gotta, yeah. the classic. It's that's a classic way. Um, but, but you know, this is gonna. You know, Dolph Ziggler is not gonna end up on the WrestleMania card. So keep him on stand and deliver. Yeah, he could main event that, drop the title back to Breaker, maybe. Maybe maybe uh, tickets aren't doing too well. <laughs> I don't know. But, For 9.30 uh, yeah. a.m. on WrestleMania Saturday. <laughs> uh, yeah, Braun Breaker, though, in disbelief as he got screwed here. And uh, yeah, big surprise, but fun. I like this, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, that'll... That'll create a little bit of buzz, I think. People will be like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, that'll pump it up. In. And, you know, it's when when we use all these young guys, all this green talent, sometimes you just need someone who can crush it. And Dolph Ziggler is a pro. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. But like I said, this was a night of upsets. We had like three of them here. Yeah. Three big upsets. <laughs> so uh, you never know in the world of wrestling, though. But... Uh, that was it. What a, what a crazy week. We had lots of cool matches. Yeah, what a crazy, crazy what a crazy week ah, it was here in the professional wrestling world. Uh, let's get to our very last segment then. Let's give you, uh, it's time for our Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Mike, I'll kick you off here on this one. A um, lot of great action, a lot of upsets, a lot of a lot of just exciting things on all on all of our shows this week. Really, between you know one of the one of the RK spots of the year in the RKO <laughs> um, upsets, Dolph Ziggler. Um, but I have to go straight to our Revolution pay per view and uh, in something that wasn't even the best match on the card. Um, but I gotta go straight to Sting. He's 62 years old. I mean, you know, all the yeah. uh, the rest, yeah. the in-ring action we saw was what you kind of expect, What was what I expect from an AEW pay-per-view, especially from those guys in general. But I don't expect someone like my dad's age. Like, I can't, I'm trying to, I'm picturing my dad jumping off a fucking banister through two tables, through four tables. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and that's, uh, that's truly incredible. Uh, so Sting, uh, you're my wrestler of the week. Yeah, very well deserved. He's, uh, he delivers every time they put him in one of these big matches. Not only does he go out there, he does one of the biggest spots every time. So <laughs> great to see. Uh, I'm going to stick with AEW, but give it to another guy. I mean, these wrestlers... They give a lot. They give their bodies to this profession. But this guy donated buckets of his own blood twice in the same week. So I'm going to give it to CM Punk. Great match. Great promos. Uh, and great use of blood. You know, you don't want to overdo it. But in the right moments, 
it can mean. It can make a lot more of an impact, and this is one of those times. Do you think they have blood standing back, like, on hand backstage, like, ready for uh, an immediate kind of pump you back up? <laughs> um, How does it work? Does shit work maybe. like that? I don't know. Like, I mean, they definitely have a paramedic or something, and I don't know if they just have a bag of blood for a transfusion <laughs> right there of, and then. I don't know. Oh, negative. Univer- I mean, I'm sure. Oh, negative. Universal donor. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't in danger. Like, even though he, it looked like a decent amount. It's pretty. Like the fact that it spreads on your face. I don't think he was in any danger of losing a lot. No, I think he was fine. Yeah, but the visual is great. The match was great. CM Punk, uh, wrestler of the week. And Sting, congratulations. Uh, what a great week it was. And hey, folks, thanks for listening uh, to the episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, be back. Uh, be sure to come back next week. The road keeps going. We might not have any pay-per-views to uh, review in the immediate times, but of course, April 2nd and April 3rd, we are less than a <laughs> month away from the show of shows. Uh, we got to get our prop bets in. Of course, that's something that we have to look forward to. We'll kind of finalize those sorts of categories here. And uh, I really can't wait. Yeah, we are on the highway doing 130 kilometers right now. Whoa. Road trust. Woof. <laughs> I, I, we're speeding. We're speeding, folks, but uh, just going with the flow of traffic. That's all. <laughs> just go with the flow. Stay safe out there. And, uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. All right. Have a good week.